what the IRS says is, you know, nice try. If you have a passive investment, you can always pick up passive income. They're they're never, you know, worried about that. But you cannot take a passive loss unless you have passive income to offset it. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Kelsey Head. She's a partner at Head Tyler LLP, which she founded uh, in 2020 during COVID after leaving a large firm. But this is her her uh, 19th year in tax. I think she said approximately 18, 19 years of experience in tax as a CPA. Uh, she is going to dive into uh, a, a series here with us. I hope you'll you'll listen to each segment because we're going to dive into different questions that I get asked uh, as an operator from our limited partners often. Uh, and so you're going to hear a number of things that I know you've had questions about. Kelsey, welcome. Uh, I'm honored to get this time with you to interview you and, and really go through some tax questions, right? Things that questions I know I get asked all the time and often I have to say, hey, uh, I am not the one to be asking that question of, right? Uh, and so I have to look for obviously people like yourself, right? That that are team members of ours that that uh, we partner with, uh, trusted experts uh, like you that have those skill sets. And in your case, it's tax, which we uh, seem to most of us need help in that world of tax. So uh, happy to get to chat with you today. Welcome. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Kelsey, oh, you know who can actually deduct these real estate losses, right? And I think there's there's confusion there often. Uh, who can who can use those? Who's who can't? That is probably one of the one of the number one questions I get. A lot of times, it's new investors. It's their first real estate investment, um, and this d- doesn't only pertain to real estate, but it's anything that is passive. So. I give you $50,000 of my money. And then essentially, other than checking in to make sure it's going okay and getting my distributions every year, I don't do anything, right? I I invest my money for you to put it to work. Then we sell a property and I get you know some percentage of that sale. And hopefully that's a gain and we move on. So by nature, I'm I'm passive in that investment. So what the IRS says is, you know, nice try. If you have a passive investment, you can always pick up passive income. They're they're never you know worried about that. But you cannot take a passive loss unless you have passive income to offset it. And so what I what I find the most often is that someone goes out and they read these offerings or they read you know blogs or wherever they get their news source. And they they see invest fifty thousand and get thirty five thousand of depreciation expense in year one. You're going to get this big loss and save all these taxes. And that's where everyone stops reading. And what what really happens is, assuming that's in a bubble and you just have that one K one, I don't have ten other investments that I'm not active in. That loss doesn't go anywhere. It it sits there. You get to keep it. It's yours, but you can't deduct it in the first year because you're not active. In order to be active, you'd have to have at least 500 hours in any one activity. Um, looking for investments doesn't count. So truly out there pounding the pavement part of it or more than anyone else. So in an LP deal, a normal real estate deal, that's just just not going to happen. However, all of that loss carries forward 
And so when we were talking earlier of, you know, we had gain on a sale. And so I got distributions of $100,000, but I have a $100,000 gain. So I normally have, you know, somewhere in the $30,000 tax range. Instead now, because I was passive, I've got all these old losses. If I hold the property, say three years, year one and two losses are hanging out there. They didn't help me, right? Nothing happened. But now in year three, I sell it and all those old losses collapse down and help me out against that gain. So if you had taken it in the past, then you'd be totally exposed on the gain. But by not taking it and it hangs there, then the two net come together and that's where you get your benefit. So you you get it, but it doesn't, it's not going to offset your wages from your doctor's office, your wages from, you know, wherever you may work, that passive loss is just not, not going to offset that. And I think there's just a lot of confusion around that particular little nuance that we get really excited about the depreciation losses, but don't stop to make sure it all fits in a, in, into your particular situation. Yeah, I, I know, especially early on, I, I remember being confused about that, especially the more investors I talk to as well, uh, you know, and they have a W-2 and that's what they're hoping for, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. That's what they're yep. hoping Absolutely. for. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't we all, right? But, but it's the, the you know, you have to remember, you have to have the passive investment or the passive uh, income, right? To have the, uh, the passive losses. Uh, but even the active piece, you mentioned uh, to be considered active uh, 500 hours, and that's a pretty significant amount of hours. Right, right. It's a lot. And, you know, you can you can get there a lot easier if, say, you own a rental property. So you, you know, buy a couple of duplexes. Then it's a little easier to get to that active participation and you maybe take some of those losses there, but they're going to find a way to take them away if they can. Like, that's... The way I always try to tell everyone and think about it is if it if it sounds too good or too easy, it probably is. And so just always keep in mind that, you know, if you're if you're putting up 50 grand, that you understand that there's there's kind of a deferred portion of that. So you're you're gonna get your investment back and you're gonna get to take losses or offset that game, but it might not be a you know, right up front gratification on that on that tax savings. Yeah. So if you're, if you are, and then maybe this is too specific, but, but, you know, if you're a W2 employee, your doctor or whatever, uh, it, it may be beneficial to own a duplex. <laughs> so you have some active hours. Is that in real estate? It, it helps a little bit, but it still won't get you there with your, with your LP investments. Yeah. It would just maybe get you some losses, you know, somewhere else. It might help you out, but these LP investments, it, for the most part, if you're a W two employee, you're just you're just not going to get there. So it's it's more about where it comes into play is say I'm in a year where I, I had my first LP investment and now we're into that sale year and I don't have enough losses to offset that gain and I've got a bunch of ordinary income and it's sitting out there and I'm exposed. That's when you can time it and maybe go into another investment. And because you have passive income from a sale, now you might get to offset with some of those new losses. So you're, you're, you start into a pattern, if you're willing to do it, you start into a pattern of kind of chasing deals is what you, you end up with um, to where 
if I know I've got a, a big exposure of tax in this year, well, now is a good time to go invest in another property, get some of those losses to help offset. You're you're kind of pushing it down the road, but as long as you're willing and, and able to put up the money, that's how you can kind of use those losses. Wow. Any other tips or thoughts around that or the way people have done that or uh, or just any confusion around that from LPs? Right. I mean, I think the big thing now is it the bang has gone down a little bit because bonus depreciation is phasing down. So, you know, up through 2022, we were taking 100% bonus, doing cost segregation studies. It was easy. You were getting, you know, a good 30% of every property as 100% bonus and deducting it. 2023 comes along, that's 80%. Now we've started 2024, we're down to 60. Now, you know, we're all patiently or impatiently waiting for something to happen and that get changed again. But right now we're at 60%. And so you're really going to have to start to be careful. I think you're going to see people maybe being a little more deliberate about when they invest and how they invest knowing that the the dollars are a little smaller now. Again, it's it's all timing, right? You get it. It's just a matter of when. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today. 